Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. On the Block, yes. Stricken Austin, no. Nick Sainer sitting in for the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran. Uh, send your well wishes to Strick. He's uh, yeah. had some work done, feeling it a little <laughs> bit today. Wishing the best. Should be back tomorrow, though. No, nothing too serious. Just wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to talk a whole lot. Without... He, he's good at talking. Yeah. He has his thoughts. He gets them out. Austin, yeah. this is our first show. It is. I think this is the first time we've done a show together, so here we are. We've done segments uh, of Happy yeah. Hour together. We've but... survived 15 minutes. Now, I'm not <laughs> sure we can survive a whole hour and 46, though, the rest of the way. We're being told we have to try, though. So <laughs> I guess so. I hope so. I mean, let's just fill it with guests. Feel free to call in as well, folks. 402-464-5685 digits to text or call. And, of course, we are brought to you in these couple hours by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Make sure you check them out. We have to, we have to say this tweet real quickly. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you. We have to say a tweet. Rick Pitino, Rick Pitino just tweeted out a little bit, of, like f- 10 minutes ago. Follow up. I'm not sad it ended. I'm so grateful it happened. <laughs> and that's it. So Rick Pitino, the new head coach from or at St. John's, Follow up. I'm not sad it ended. I'm so grateful it happened that he uh, took the Iona Gales to the NCAA tournament. I did pick them over UConn. Really? I did. I liked UConn a lot. So I'm a, I've really enjoyed watching UConn this year. Their lack of a point guard and the rate Iona forced turnovers scared me. The mm. other thing is the the game opposite that was VCU St. Mary's. Okay. Everyone was talking up as a hey, watch out for VCU. VCU They're going to do it yeah. like. I'm just going to flip that. Give me the Gales, and I'll take Iona. I think, I think a lot of people felt like VCU. VCU is that traditional traditional, traditional <laughs> NCAA tournament team that's like always seated a little bit lower, and you remember them. You, you think of them in the NCAA tournament with Shaka Smart, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is, yeah, this is a team that just – they're similar to like a Wichita State, where it was like Wichita State would be seated a less than five – but with the teams mm-hmm. like Ron Baker would be like so annoying and so pesky. Play Anthony Early. That, yes, that you just figure out a way. Fred Van Fleet mm-hmm. is on there as well, where you just figure out a way. It's like, gosh, these guys are just so annoying, and they just do they do the scrappy stuff that maybe the opponent in the first round doesn't do. Name the former VC basketball players currently in the NFL. Couldn't do it. Mo Ali Cox. Really? Yep. Colts tight end. Name the uh, former. Iowa State and Nebraska tight or Michael Jacobson. Michael Jacobson. Bingo. Also Indianapolis Colts tight end. It's true. I'm not sure. Is he still there? <laughs> no, I think know? they released him. Okay. That's I think probably they for released the best. him in preseason. That's probably for the best. I, I was I was bummed that he transferred out of Nebraska when he went to Iowa State. I, I liked Michael Jacobson a lot. The bigger loss was Ed Morrow. To Marquette. That's mm-hmm. right. I, I that's the thing, is that's what's so crazy. When looking back at Nebraska, like even in the in the Tim Miles days, the transfers that they got in and then the transfers that left, mm-hmm. th- there's just been so much movement. And it's mm-hmm. just been so fluid with Husker men's basketball. I mean, just, just naming names. Like people, when we talk about transfers, people barely mention Andrew White. And remember, like Andrew White was a guy that everybody was pumped about mm-hmm. when he came from Kansas. And you're like, all right, sweet, this is going to be good. You have Andrew White and you have uh, 
Turan? Was Turan there when Andrew White was there? That would have been... Or who no, was, White who came was, after Petaway. Andrew, Andrew White, there was somebody that was like... Pitchford was with Petaway. Okay, yep. And it would have been after Pitchford. Either way, there was like a two-headed or two-man team that we were like, sweet. Andrew White paired with this guy. Oh, was it Siobhan? Yeah, potentially. And so, and then Andrew White ends up going to Syracuse after Nebraska. And you're One like, year. holy cow. Um, but no, Ed Morrow was big because he was that four-star guy. Um, ended up going to... Um, Morrow went to Marquette. Marquette, and I was like, "Dang, I kind of, I kind of like Marquette." I, I, you weren't here for this last week. I bet, or not bet, I picked with my bracket with for my with my heart, and mm. I chose Marquette because if you watched Van or Marquette in the olden days, or not olden days, but you had Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. he had obviously Dwayne Wade years and years mm-hmm. ago, and then my favorite Marquette player, Marcus Howard. Close, Vander Blue. Okay, he's sure, a point sure. guard. Yep. And I, man, it, Vander Blue in the baby blue uniform mm-hmm. is like as Marquette as it gets for me growing up. And I was like, these are this is a fun team to watch in the in the old Big East. I too picked Marquette. Okay, that's I'm okay with that. So yeah, it didn't work out so well. But you mentioned the the coaching news. Yeah, is Rick Pitino now the best coach in the Big East? I mean, in terms of accomplishments Man. and wins, he's up there. But think about this. You got Patino at St. John's. Yep. Cooley's still there now at Georgetown instead of Providence. Yeah, just different. Yeah. Um, Shaka at Marquette. Done a lot. Sean yeah. Miller back I, at I Xavier. Like Shaka done a lot. lot. McDermott at Creighton. Maybe doesn't have the postseason success consistently, but and, he's gotten I was going to say, and here we are this year. I mean, an Elite Eight appearance is well within reach mm-hmm. for Creighton. And if I were to pick it... I, I think that they, they make it to the Elite Eight. Probably. Dan Hurley doing yep. – UConn's been really solid Yeah, under him. Uh, your, be, Kevin Willard. Well, and here's the thing about UConn. Sorry to cut you off. I mean, Hurley and UConn, they've recruited well, obviously around their big man, Adama Sanogo, who you'd Nebraska remember target. the big Nebraska target. It was between UConn and Nebraska mm-hmm. for Sanogo, and he ends up going to UConn. Probably the better choice. But if you look at, like, UConn's schedule – They've beaten teams like they, the, all the teams that they had to, or that are playing late into the tournament. UConn's been able to stay close and even compete with them, and and compete with them as I mean they beat UConn beat Creighton. They had a two point loss to the number one seed in the Big East tournament in Marquette. They beat Marquette in the regular season. They've beaten Xavier. They, like so, they've played good team or the the better they beat like I said beat Creighton uh beat Providence so beat Villanova um they've beaten the teams that we're talking about that are making deep runs in the tournament as well they are and a big thing on UConn Twitter is Dan Hurley can't win close games yeah he's found a way to do that yeah the other thing is Donovan Klingon might be Walker Kessler 2.0 <laughs> you're right he really might be. Yeah. I mean, looking at the, the first and second halves of that game against St. Mary's, I think they were shooting 70% like the first six or seven minutes mm-hmm. of both halves. Donovan Klingon came in, changed the game defensively. Yeah. Adamus Sunoco is a really good player, really good rebounder. But somehow Donovan Klingon was the one that impacted that mm-hmm. game. So the Big East is loaded. I really think it's going to be like essentially the Catholic Big 12. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that. So, so best coach... Because now it's like Ed Cooley's at Georgetown, mm-hmm. which do you expect that to get lifted quite a bit? Do you expect Georgetown to get the, uh, this massive jump, or do you see them becoming the new Providence, where you're sitting around 18, 19, 20 wins? You're not going to make it super deep into the tournament because of the conference that you're in. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be seated very high. Do you see that kind of approach going with Georgetown now? So I would, 
I would love to pick DP's brain about that during yeah. the crossover with his uh, DC connections. But yeah. I think what Ed Cooley does is raises the floor for Georgetown. It okay. should never be as low as it's gotten. No. Plain no. and simple. Definitely you're Georgetown. Not. You're in you, the DMV. You they had the Nebraska twenty twenty two esque type of season. Mm-hmm. Seven and twenty five and two and eighteen in the conference at a traditionally rich basketball school. Right. That can't happen at Georgetown. So yeah. I don't know what Ed Cooley does, where he, you know, could bring them back in terms of the John Thompson era glory days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can do that. Maybe at a place with, you know, more support, more history, more tradition he will be able to do that, but I also think it's going to take time. And at very, at the very mm-hmm. least, I think what Ed Cooley does will make them respectable year in, year out. You won't see Georgetown at the bottom of the Big East standings very often, unless it's kind of like this year in, in the Big Ten, where everyone's beating up on each other. You can win you know, nine games in conference and still be eighth, ninth place. Yeah, that, you're right. So, okay, so we got in the Big East, because this is curious, who are you going with as the best coach? I think legacy-wise, I got to go with Patino. Yep. Right now, though, probably Shaka. I was going to say, is it is it uh, is uh, it possible uh, to, to uh, give bet me Sean against... Miller? Sean Miller. Okay, for what he did at Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that's the thing is like I don't think it's impossible to go against Marquette simply from what Shaka has done just because they lost to. I think the opponent has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think I think Marquette beats any other matchup other than Michigan State. And that's 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 shocking unless they run like Bama or something. But as a two seed I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think they their only possible matchup that they lose to is Michigan State. And that's kind of crazy for me to say since the Spartans are a seven seed. Right. Maybe a little underseeded, maybe a line or two. I but also so. Marquette didn't shoot as well as they needed no. to. Well, and that they had their best player, uh, Kolek. Kolek. Yep. Kolek, who had, I think he had like six or seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just unlike him, uncharacteristic for him. Um, so I think I'm going to go Shaka. I also think Greg McDermott is decently high. Yeah, McDermott is... Probably above Hurley. Easily top five. Depends above on, Hurley? Yes. Okay. Depends on where you put Tat Mata and everything he did with Ohio State. Okay, so I, I need to search this because I'm I, I don't remember necessarily everything. I, I like I remember the players uh, that Thad had at Ohio State. Well, he would have been the whole Conley Odin. That's Solinger. right. That's right. right. From 04, Jared Solinger. Now that's mm-hmm. a name I haven't thought Evan about. Evan Turner. Yeah, Rico. Did you have you thought D'Angelo about Jared Russell? Jared Solinger in a long? Oh yeah, my! He he used to give us fits. He killed Nebraska. Solinger was good. What was his uh, intro song? Do you remember that? No, I no. do not. Party in the USA. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Jared, okay, timeout. Now we're now we're kind of on a tangent here. This Dude, is what I love Ohio about State sports teams. radio is we can just say a name and go. Jared Solinger, that's right. He was with the Celtics for a while. Those Ohio State teams were, yes. Good. So he has not, oh, so he's been, he played in China in was 2019. He, was Thad there with Russell? Yeah. He was. Yep. So like Damn. this would be mm-hmm. this would be the way to do it. So like go to like the 2013 Ohio State team. How many number one? Overalls oh, here we produce? go. LaQuinton Ross. Do you remember him? Do you remember LaQuinton? Okay, okay. Um, we had Lenzel Smith. So LaQuinton Ross led that team in scoring with 15 and a half points per game. Aaron Kraft, Sam Thompson, <laughs> Amir Williams. Oh, Amado Delavai. Mm-mm. Oh, you don't remember him? Nope. Shoot. Um, okay. 
he you I, I bet you would if you saw a picture of him because he had this really cool fro. I wonder if Aaron Kraft has ever sent uh, Jordan Bohannon or Brad Davison like a gift basket for taking the man with most hated Big <laughs> exactly. Ten best player ever from him. Because <laughs> I thought he was going to hold that forever. Wait, you don't like you don't like Aaron, Aaron Kraft was the most hated Big Ten player? Yes. 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 Bad, really. Yes. Mm, interesting. Who is it now? Davison. It's Brad Davison. How long? How much longer does he have? Well, he's, he's, he's done. done. He was, he's done. Yeah, he was he, done after last season. Nebraska, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who is it? That's what I'm saying. Who is it now? Oh. I, don't, I don't know if there is one. Connor McCaffrey, but he's going to. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. McCaffrey. Uh, I, but, like, here's the thing. Not no, no were... player, No player can overtake Brad in my mind because of all the groin shots and mm-hmm. all of the, the intentional, like, elbows and the shoulders and trying to, like, blow up screens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody can ever take that from Because him. it's yeah. not like these players were, like, great. They were just good enough to be annoying. Yeah, yeah. Brad Brad Davidson was like, is it Davidson? David Dave Davidson Davidson. Okay, okay. So Brad right, Davidson. Um. Oh yeah. Hit turn off his mic so we can stop hearing the phone. Um. But that's the thing is when you look at like Brad, it's super annoying because he was like good enough where he averaged double figures, mm-hmm. and he would hit like a dagger three every time he played Nebraska. But it was like you couldn't – you didn't hate him because he scored. You hated him because of the actions on the court. Yes. So. Uh, someone says Grant Gibbs from, from Creighton. That's up there. Okay. Grant uh, Gibbs. Willie also says Kese is the new bad boy. Which here's the thing. Kese <laughs> is annoying in that he's pesky mm-hmm. and you don't think he should necessarily be as good as he is way. He's not yeah. annoying the bad boy in the Brad Davison way. Yeah. Um, here's another Ohio State guy, Deshaun Thomas. Okay. Um. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know he went to Fort, from Fort Wayne. I'm trying to find the Jared Solinger day. Um, okay, that would have been too old because it's Evan Turner. Solinger so, would have like been... 2011? Yeah. Yeah, so he was yeah. a freshman in 2010 and 2011. Averaged 17 and a half. That was the... Uh, he had Jared and Aaron Kraft on that team. And then like 2011, 2012... Would have been yeah. So this is the team. This was the really good Ohio mm-hmm. State team. They were thirty-one and eight. Yeah, they finished first in the conference. Jared Solinger, Deshaun Thomas, Sam Thompson. Sam Thompson could like he had unreal athlete. Aaron Kraft, Will B- William Buford. Oh yeah, um, Buford. Yeah, Amir Williams, who I thought played in the NBA. Um, no, maybe must not have. Must not have played in the NBA. I'm thinking Grant Williams from Texas A&M. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Grant Williams went to Tennessee. Who's the guy? Robert Williams. Yes, was from Time Texas Lord. A&M. Time Lord. Wow, just flip flopped. We're getting we're getting there at some <laughs> point. We're getting there at some point. Um, oh, what about? Okay, somebody says Matt Harms was hated. Isaac Matt Harms. Harms Matt Harms. I, it was Isaac Haas, Haas or Matt Harms. Yes, Isaac Haas was just big. I don't think he was hated. Yeah. Matt Harms looked. Like he would be annoying, but he was never. He never lived up to his talent to be Brad mm-hmm. Davis and level annoying. We Hunter says Caitlin Clark from Iowa. She can go shuck corn, <laughs> shuck inferior corn. Yes, yes. Caitlin Clark. I watched the Iowa Georgia girls basketball game on ABC over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I thought the dogs were going to do I it. I thought Georgia was going to, and it would have been great because it would have been the second straight year that Iowa fell as a two-seed at home mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament because you remember that Creighton beat them on the road in mm-hmm. Iowa City last year. 
But Caitlin Clark was shooting poor. Like she was, she was shooting real bad. Mm-hmm. But she still figured out a way. She like was a part of, or she would played a part in like twenty seven of twenty nine points straight mm-hmm. in 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 a, during a, a span of that game. And I'm like, this is just wild. Like the way she's able to distribute and her vision and her her awareness. It's as much as as Hunter says, she can go shut corn. You have to be honest. Like. She's a ball player. She is. Begrudgingly, that's the mark of a great player. When you're not scoring, you yeah. can still make that big an impact. Yeah. Uh, we'll step aside here for just a second. On the other side, we're going to keep the basketball conversation going. Guards versus posts. What does Nebraska need moving forward to next season? Uh, how did some of the best posts in the country do this year? Does that inform the discussion at all? Uh, we'll get to that as we continue here on the block.